0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. What a waste of time. This entire NBA offseason has been one gigantic waste of all of our times, and all of you should be furious. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open.
1: On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live.
2: What? Did we just become best friends? Yep.
3: You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up!
4: Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios.
1: It's Ken Levicka live on ESPN 106.3. So annoying!
0: This is how it had to end with Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn. What a waste of months! Of our sports fan time. I am so damned annoyed right now. This is nonsense. This has been the single worst NBA offseason I can remember. I take pride in uh, the trades and the free agency and the movement. Mm. And this offseason has sucked rudy gobert hard yeah the biggest move we got was rudy <laughs> gobert being traded for nine thousand pieces the worst trade i've ever seen one side make in terms of volume was the minnesota timberwolves giving up 47 first round draft picks and patrick beverly for rudy gobert i mean just complete abject nonsense. cents ken levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 1063 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers off of the always miserable and kind of smelly today intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Radio Life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Tuesday means Theodore CWP TV News. Channel 5 WFLX Fox 29. And breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. After months and months and months and months of, oh, Who's going to get KD? What do you have to give up to get KD? Arguably the world's best basketball player in his prime. Who is he going to play his prime years with? When is he going to get traded? How is it going to come together? Kevin Durant staying with the Nets. Kevin Durant, after all of that, is staying with the Brooklyn Nets. And, God... Wait, what is happening right now? That's got to be old. I
3: mean, it's just a rerun Stephen from this morning. Stephen A. Smith,
0: there is this is first take. This has to be a, a, a replay this is before of first the, take before the tweet. Yeah. The cryon reads, "What would Kevin Durant in Memphis mean?" That's how tired and stale this had gotten. Is that this morning, before the news <laughs> broke that KD was staying in Brooklyn, there was a legitimate conversation that Stephen A. Smith, the highest paid sports talker in the universe. He had a legitimate conversation, wanting people to take it seriously. What if Kevin Durant went to Memphis? That's how that's how poverty this Kevin Durant trade situation had become. That's how pathetic this offseason had become. But all of it, all of it results in no changes whatsoever. Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn. I mean, Theo, I am so annoyed. I, because... Part of it is the Heat, they basically leveraged their entire summer on the pursuit of Kevin Durant. Yeah. Him and Donovan Mitchell trying to piece something together. How can you figure out a three, four-team trade? Do you give up Tyler Hero? Do you include Bam Adebayo in a potential deal for Donovan Mitchell? Who's off limits? Turns out nothing. Donovan Mitchell's still in Utah. And KD staying in Brooklyn. After all of that, one part is anger over the Heat. The other part is... I mean, we just got totally blue balled. Such a big
5: tease. Those Brooklyn Stupid. Nets. Stupid. And,
0: and and who better else to
5: tease us than Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Josiah, and Sean Marks.
0: It almost feels like Kevin Durant, because he is the world's biggest Twitter troll, he yeah. did this on purpose. That this was always the plan. What if this is a hoax? the whole thing. No hoax. We got we got catfished by <laughs> Kevin Durant.
5: And he really strapped some teams because there were many teams, contenders in the NBA who didn't do certain moves. Like, who knows? Maybe P.J. Tucker is still on the Miami Heat roster mm-hmm. if right he didn't feel like they would be able to get I mean, KD. right
0: now the starting power four is Duncan Robinson. Or Udonis Haslam? Anybody?
3: Evan Cohen? <laughs> How do you think this meeting went with Kevin Durant, Joe Size, Sean Marks, and Steve Nash this morning? Well, apparently it went well enough for him to stay. Let, let's read the
0: release from the Brooklyn Nets, okay? It's short and sweet. The following statement has been released by General Manager Sean Marks. Steve Nash and I, together with Joe uh, Joe Tsai and Clara Wu Tsai, I'm assuming that's his wife, met with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. We have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind, build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets logo? Boardroom logo. Right. That's the funny thing. That That's the why part. I think that this uh, conspiracy theory brain, Kevin Durant and the Nets were in cahoots the entire time. Mm. He put his, basically what is his corporate logo, Kevin Durant, on the press release from the team. Yeah, it was a joint release. Get the hell out of here. What a waste of everybody's time. That right there is the ultimate slap in the face that Kevin Durant's putting boardroom on the release. <laughs> Bleep that. Screw that guy. Screw this offseason. I'm done with it.
5: I mean, you telling me Mar- Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics didn't move the needle for you? I mean, DeJounte Murray to Atlanta didn't get you a little fiery, ready to see some Hawks basketball? The
0: most entertaining thing, the thing that's moved the needle most this offseason, are NBA players <laughs> beating up on construction workers. And accountants playing pickup basketball well, in, in the, high
3: school gyms. In the case for the Knicks, they weren't even beating up on them. Oh, They were losing by
0: them. double digits. Yes. Right. But at least they have a Christmas Day game. There we go. Jalen Brunson to, to the Big Apple. There has not been one moment this offseason where I have felt happiness. There has not been one moment. It started with P.J. Tucker leaving. Mm. It continued with Jimmy Butler getting extensions. Not a contract extension, but just hair extensions.
5: Yeah, that was rough.
0: It moved on to us thinking that maybe there was a chance to get Kevin Durant, and if not, Kyrie Irving, and maybe Donovan Mitchell is available. None of that happened.
5: I always felt the Donovan Mitchell thing was was a tease as well because of who's the GM in Utah. And well, with Danny Ainge being over there, you know it wasn't going to be easy. And then Pat Riley and Danny Ainge hate each other's guts.
0: But so. then it also became impossible when Danny Ainge got oh. those suckers up in Minneapolis to bite on 9,000 first-round picks. Oh, idiots. And Patrick Beverly for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> he, You know what? Just like Rudy Gobert played a, a major
5: part in ruining or at least postponing or letting us know the pandemic happened, he ruined this NBA offseason. His move to Utah really did. It blew up anything that was going to happen. It it screwed everybody, including the Timberwolves.
0: (laughs) And then it goes to the Heat only getting 13 nationally televised games. The Knicks have more. Mm. The Lakers have 39, a team that right now, why should we believe they're going to be in the playoffs? And then now Kevin Durant's just staying in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant's after all of that, Kevin Mm. Durant's just staying in Brooklyn and the Heat starting power forward if the season started today is Duncan Robinson or Udonis Haslam. Or Gabe Vincent might get out there. Think about this conversation we're having. Think about it. (laughs) Duncan Robinson. I'm like, oh, or UD. And then Theo trying to make me feel better. Oh, Gabe Vincent. None of this
3: makes me feel better. (laughs) Yeah, if Kevin Durant's plan was to make us turn our back on some of these Miami Heat players, that worked. Theo, I told you that uh, Bam Adebayo had to go. You were
5: ready to kick Bam Adebayo, a staple in the Heat franchise, a young, budding star out of the door for Kevin Durant.
3: As, as, as well uh, with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Get rid of him. Bring us Kevin yeah. Durant. So I turned my back on some of these Miami Heat guys just to, just to get snookered.
5: KD, man. KD, is, uh, he's maniacal.
0: I am all for player empowerment, okay? And part of the reason I like the NBA is that players largely dictate on a year-to-year basis who's where, playing with whom. This comes off just feeling like an attention grab. With Kyrie, I'm almost 100% sure that was an attention grab. He saw, oh man, James Harden requested a trade and then everybody was looking at him. Like, I want that. So Kyrie I- did it. And then Kevin Durant... What could possibly be upsetting Kevin Durant? Anything that Joe Sy or, or Sean Marks or or uh, uh, Steve Nash did to upset Kevin Durant? What could, what could they have possibly done mm. to have him requesting a trade? Other than he was just looking at the decision he made to team up with Kyrie Irving and was having reservations about what was already a weird decision. I could have told you, KD... That things were going to get weird, things were going to feel weird. But what what was this? What what was this? Was just this this just a warning shot from Kevin Durant? Like, hey, uh, I don't like how this year went, and I'm sort of sick of the guys around me, so I'm requesting to trade. But he really didn't expect to be traded. Like, what is this? How did our time get wasted like this collectively? I
5: wonder if, and and we'll we'll probably get some answers here soon. But I wonder if the Kyrie Irving not getting the max contract, because the Nets couldn't give him a max contract. I wonder if that really was a sticking point for Kevin Durant and for Kyrie Irving, where they then tried to move their weight around and say, hey, you weren't able to give him this, now we're going to try to force our way out. What a
0: colossal failure, if that's the case. (laughs) I think so, though. What (laughs) a colossal failure, if that is actually the case. and We can bag on LeBron all we want, and you can say that LeBron's annoying, and LeBron... Uh, he's always looking for attention. He's always looking for love. He's always looking for good headlines. But if you're going to discuss who the most impactful basketball players are, you also have to look past the court. LeBron James, he forces people into decisions. Yeah, He makes things happen. If Kevin Durant truly was trying to, to throw his weight around, to get Kyrie a max deal. That failed. He requests a trade and then ends up not going anywhere. Mm. What a colossal failure that is. What a miscalculation that is with Kevin Durant. He thought
5: he, was, he, he thought he was somebody maybe
0: that he wasn't. He ain't LeBron. You're not that guy. We know that. He's not that guy. Ooh. Absolutely not. What a you're waste. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. It's a waste. That's what this offseason is. A waste. What's the best word to describe this NBA offseason? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. KD, after all of this, mm. is staying in Brooklyn. What is the best word to describe this NBA offseason? 888 760 3776. 888 760 three seven seven six let's bring in our friend christian winfield covers the brooklyn nets for the new york daily news and he joins us here on ken Lavica Live. christian why are we sitting here on august 23rd and kevin durant is just staying in brooklyn what in the hell has happened we just wasted you wait i feel badly for you your whole life's been wasted the last (laughs) couple of months waiting for something to happen and then nothing happens how did we get here
1: Oh, hold on. First of all, I think you underestimate me if you think my whole life's been wasted. <laughs> 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 of the going on. Second of all, I'm on vacation in Phoenix. My mother's getting married. I wasn't going to answer the phone, but my guy Theo called. Yeah, had to answer it. i glad to talk to you, man. Third of all, I mean, <laughs> listen, I wrote this last week. You know, the best thing for both the Nets and Kevin Durant at the end of the day was a reunion. When you look at the offers that other teams were making and what the Nets wanted, take the Suns, for example, right? The Nets, if if even DeAndre Ayton was able to be traded, which he wasn't able to after he signed that offer sheet from Indiana, the Nets were going to get Ayton, Bridges, and other role players and other draft picks for Kevin Durant if that was the deal that was on the table. And now, if you're the Suns, you have a team with just Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and a bunch of role players. I don't know that that's going to get you over the hump. And when you look at the that, when you look at all the other teams and what they were offering or what the Nets wanted. Right, The Nets were basically going to gut a franchise. They are going to take everything, and at the end of the day, for another team, it just wouldn't have been worth it to make that deal. And for the Nets, you're not going to just say, if you look at the deals that we've seen, all these teams are offering their second-best players. I mean, think about this. You're the Pelicans, and you didn't want to trade Brandon Ingram for Kevin Durant. Now you're looking crazy, because you can't get Kevin Durant anymore because he's staying. You had a chance to get Kevin Durant, and you didn't want to give up Brandon Ingram. And, and that's besides the point. Um, I, I heard you guys talking about, you know, what a waste for Kevin Durant throwing his weight around. I mean, at the end of the day, he, he he tried to do something and it didn't work out. Mm. But I still think it ends up working in his favor because when you look at the offers from other teams and what the Nets wanted to ultimately get a deal done, I think his best odds at winning a championship are here. Take, for example, in, in Boston, right? If the if the, the Celtics actually ended up giving the Nets what they wanted, which is Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, another role player, and draft picks, I mean, what happens when you go up against the Bucks and you don't have Marcus Smart anymore? You don't have that extra role player? I mean, it's tough. Yes, you're getting Kevin Durant, but we're seeing history tell us you need that depth to win it all. Um, these teams are going to have to sacrifice a lot of that depth in a trade for Kevin Durant. And the Nets now have more depth. You look at what the Nets did. You went out and got T.J. Warren. You went out and traded a first-round pick for Royce O'Neal. Edmund Sumner's coming off an Achilles, but I think he's going to be a nice addition because of how athletic he is. And again, a healthy Ben Simmons. I mean, if Ben Simmons is actually able to play at the level we saw him play last, I know people like to say, oh, he doesn't shoot. You don't need him to shoot. You need him to go out there, defend the other team's best player, and to make plays I mean, the Nets have a whole lot of shooters. you got a playmaker. You still have that mid-level exception. I think they need to use that to get another big man. Um, they're in good shape, man, having Kevin Durant on that team. I know we're talking about him throwing around his power. It didn't really get him what he wanted. At the end of the day, I still think they're championship contenders, if not favorites. Look out for the In mm-hmm. Miami, Heat. needs to look out. Whoa!
5: That's a fact. <laughs> now that was now, now, Christian. You you had me for a second until you you finished with that latter part. I'll pay
0: attention when they get out of the first round. <laughs> um,
5: you had me for a second. I, I I believe the Nets are coming off of getting swept, though. So b- back to to what you said about Kevin Durant throwing his <laughs> weight around. We also have a conspiracy theory here. We think that KD did this on purpose, so teams like the Heat would ruin their offseason with the hopes of getting KD. Teams like the Suns would do certain moves and not allow themselves the flexibility to improve. Is this, was this a hoax? Was this a collaboration where KD, Sean Marks, and Steve Nash were all in on this? Did we get tailed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I do not. You, you know why I don't think that's the case? I mean, when you have this, the reports of this meeting in London leak, and then the next day, Joe Sai comes out and tweets, hey, my my coaching staff and my front office have our support. We're going to do it in the best interest with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, this thing got pretty serious. You know, I, I had some some reliable sourcing telling me different things, that, and all of those things appeared on the table. Uh, I, I don't think this is one of those things where you're going to go down the rabbit hole and ultimately find out, oh, the Nets just wanted to sabotage everybody else's season. Nah, I don't think they're moving like that. I think there was genuine concern. Uh, there, there definitely was genuine concern from the Nets side that this would ultimately play out. Um, and But what ended up happening here is, I mean, you have to credit Sean Marks. The Nets weren't going to just take another team's second best player and draft picks for Kevin Durant. That's not, We're talking about one of the top five players in this NBA. We're talking about a guy at the end of the Olympics last year. We were talking about him as the best player in basketball, right? Best player on the planet. Uh, and, and now you're talking about getting Jalen Brown, uh, uh, Derek White, and draft picks for Kevin Durant. That's not going to move the mm. And I think that's what ultimately happened, right? The Nets weren't going to be... Fleeced by another team, uh, and, and Kevin Durant, he tried. I mean, to go to a to, to your team's owner and say hey, you got to fire the GM and the head coach if you want to keep me. I mean, that's tough. What right? is he so and, mad about?
0: Let me ask you that, Christian. What what it had KD so upset that it came to requesting a trade? How did it even you, get you know, to that
1: point? I, I wish I was the guy that Kevin Durant woke up in the morning and texted his feelings. Right? I wish I was that <laughs> guy, but I'm not. That'd be a you long know, I, I could only I could only surmise that number one I, I know Kyrie Irving's contract negotiations didn't go the way that both of them had expected. When you have a guy who I mean I think it flies under the radar that Kyrie Irving played that first year when Kevin Durant was hurt and he got hurt right. So that's that we're we're talking about a wasted season right that year one no one had sure. any expectations for the Nets Kyrie played anyway got hurt right year two comes back. Uh, and then you have that situation where where uh, he took some time off because of the insurrection at the Capitol, right? He took two weeks off after that. He, he, uh, he missed a couple of games. I believe he was. Yeah, he had that. And then he was welcoming a newborn. You know, there was a bunch of reasons why Kyrie missed games in year two. And then year three, you had the entire vaccination thing play out. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, Kyrie still felt like he wanted that long-term deal with contract guarantees that the Nets didn't offer. Uh, and I think at a certain point, you know, I, I think Kevin also, you've you got to remember Kyrie's the reason Kevin came to Brooklyn in the first place, right? If Kyrie doesn't come, we're not, we, we may not have a Brooklyn Nets big three, you know? So it, I, I think that played a role in it. Uh, but ultimately, you know, it, it, that's kind of one of the biggest question marks here is why did Kevin Durant ultimately feel like the organization was? That's what he told Joe Tsai, right? That this, he mm. didn't have faith in the organization, the direction. And now all of a sudden you do. I, I don't know. It's kind of tough. And, and those are probably questions we'll, we'll get answers to on, on media day, maybe. We don't know. Um, but, I mean, you look at this roster that he's coming back to. I mean, Sean Marks added Royce O'Neal. I think that's a great pickup for this team. Um, bring back Patty Mills. Bring back Nick Claxton. I think right now they're just a legitimate big man away from really, you know, having a, a complete roster. Um, Maybe Dallas they should make the a move for Jared Allen. On the floor. Maybe they make a move for Jared <laughs> right? Allen or Jared something. Allen. Well, you, I- you know, <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to happen. I do think, you know, i got to look out for you need that real imposing. Andre Drummond was a real godsend for this team up until he started making, you know, Andre Drummond, he's, he's, you know, part, he has some JaVale McGee in him, I like to say, right? He's, yeah. got, he's got some of those plays where he's just, you're scratching your head at what he did. If you're able to get a guy who can bring that same level of production with, with less of those mishaps, it's just tough, right? You know, one guy that I like to think, and I saw him play really well in Utah last season, Hassan Whiteside, then that's able to add Hassan Ooh. Whiteside to this team, and he's, I remember the old Hassan Whiteside, bottom had of his barrel plays not anymore, though. I, I like what we've seen Hassan Whiteside uh, from from last season. If I able hate to the Nets. upgrade the center <laughs> position. Why, is, why do you hate the Nets? I think, I
0: think what I'm realizing, hearing you break this down, Christian, is a yeah, they're going to be good, uh, and also too, like just the capper is Hassan Whiteside, someone who I'm just programmed to dislike yeah. after he kind of just quit on the Heat. And he's a loafy, <laughs> lazy guy. Like, there's for the, the way I'm annoyed at how this offseason is gone, I, I, I hate the Nets right now. I just, I hate the Nets.
1: I, I don't think you're the only one. I think a lot of teams are going to hate the Nets, especially because, you know, Kevin Durant's decision, I mean, to your credit, it put a whole, it put a halt on basically all of NBA business. I yeah. just heard, uh Patrick Beverly tweet out, there's a lot of guys that are unemployed right now because KD wanted to take his time and be with the team, then not be with the team, not be back on it. Mm. I mean, It's not Kevin Durant's fault that he's that good, that he could make the rest of time basically freeze by his decision. (laughs) Wow. And I think other teams are kind of like putting it back together because for a second there, you had three, four different teams really thinking they had a chance to get KD. Your Miami Heat was one of them up until, you know, you guys can't move them out of Bio to the Nets because of that whole Ben Simmons thing. You had a few teams out there. I mean, you had Boston thinking you had – Phoenix for a second, thinking New Orleans was in the mix. You know, Toronto was in the mix. But at the end of the day, none of those guys wanted to give up. their. And just think about that. What type of team do the Pelicans become if you ultimately say, hey, let's trade Brandon Ingram and these other guys to get Kevin Durant, make a big three around CJ, Zion, and KD? That's a tough team. You know, and it's man, that's going to be one of the bigger what ifs. Yeah, what if a team actually traded for Kevin Durant instead of saying, "No, we don't want to give up what the Nets want."
5: Speaking speaking of things that didn't happen, though, I'm looking at this statement again, Christian, and I'm I'm seeing one glaring omission. At the end of last Uh season, after the Nets Nets were swept, Kyrie Irving went to the podium Uh and he told us that (laughs) myself, yeah, Kevin Durant, GM, he was the GM in his post. In his Uh postseason press conference, his exit interview, he told us he was the GM pretty much. Before he got with the Nets, he told us he was the coach. So now I'm looking at this statement. (laughs) Why is he not in L.A.? And I see Joe Si's wife. I see Steve Nash. I see Sean Marks who released it. I see Kevin Durant. Even Rich Kleiman. Where's the co-GM? Where's the co-GM slash coach slash all-star point guard? Where's Kyrie in the statement?
1: Well, here's the thing you have to remember. The Nets needed to smooth the situation over with KD because – KD's got four years, $190 million guaranteed on his deal, right? Mm. I think KD gets $21 million of that before he even reports to training camp. You know, he's, he's set. Kyrie's on a one-year deal. And, you know, <laughs> as I mentioned right now, you know, Kyrie's got some things to prove just because of, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, global pandemic that forces everybody to make a decision with their bodies that they probably aren't really, you know, comfortable with. Okay, that's one thing. Kyrie didn't want to get vaccinated. He didn't want to want to do that. Okay, that's, that's one thing. Taking two weeks off, because you're emotional over, over the situation going on at the at the nation's capital, I think did more damage than not getting the vaccine. I know that sounds crazy, yeah. you know, but that was completely unprompted, right, versus this whole global pandemic thing. Kyrie Irving has to smooth over his relationship with this front I think. Kyrie came out, and to your point, right after the Nets got swept, he said, "Hey, the, the, the words you're looking for is co-manage." He said, "I want to co-manage this franchise <laughs> with, with Joe, sign with, 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 with Kevin, with Sean." And Kyrie, funny enough, o- omitted Steve Nash from that quote. Right? He said, "I want to I want to co-manage this franchise with Joe, mm-hmm. son, with Joe, Sean, and Kevin." A week later, Sean Mark comes out and twice in the same week says, "Hey," basically says Kyrie's got to prove to us he's got to be someone that we want to build with. Right? That is a completely different situation from what the Nets had to go through with KD. So. Was Kyrie omitted from that meeting? I don't think it's that. But I do think their situations are totally different. Kyrie has to prove. Kyrie is on the hook to make 250 plus million over the next five years after this deal if the Nets want to give him that long-term guarantee contract. He's got to prove he he deserves it. And I think that's a perfect spot for the Nets to be in this year, especially because you're going to get a motivated Kyrie Irvin who might play more games than we've seen him play in the last five years.
3: Christian, before we get you out of here, man, I got one more for you. You're the one throwing our Miami Heat around slanderously. So so pick one. Where is the value? The title odds now that KD is staying in Brooklyn went from plus eighteen hundred to plus eleven hundred and the Heat sit at plus twenty five hundred. If you had to throw your dollar
1: around, where's it going? Oh, not to Miami. Um uh, <laughs> where would my dollar be going? Uh it's tough, right? I I think that I, I like what the Nets have, but at the same time a lot of their um, their hopes are going to hinge in some in some respects on Ben Simmons, right? You have got you know what you get from KD and Kyrie, but the way the team has proved that the way the team is constructed, you know, this team was built to have three stars, and that's why they failed last year, right? You trade James Harden, you get back Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons doesn't play it all, right? Um, I, I think this year, if you're getting a healthy Ben Simmons, it's just tough, right? Because when you get a guy that, that has back issues, guys with back problems are prone to getting re-injured. We've seen it with Michael Porter Jr., right? If Ben Simmons can stay healthy, and you're telling me that he's going to play a, a lot of this season. I like the Nets, but at the same time, I, I like Milwaukee too, right? I like mm. the Warriors. Some people are low on the Warriors. I like how the Warriors are moving, you know? So I, I think it's going to be tough, and I, I really like the Celtics. I thought getting, them getting Malcolm Brogdon was a huge deal, right? I thought that was, that was a great pickup for them, if he can stay healthy. I think the league is wide open right now. Um, I just think that the Heat, y'all lost P.J. Tucker. I think that was a, a, a big blow for y'all. I think he, he provided some things. Um, and you guys didn't get Kevin Durant, right? I, I think you, I don't think you guys got better this offseason, season, mm. and you just lost to the Sixers, if I'm not mistaken, in the playoffs last year. So it, it's hold um, on, hold on, hold um, on. We did not, not lose not going. to the Sixers. The Ooh, Heat beat, beat the, the Sixers.
5: Lost to the Celtics in the in the conference finals,
1: one inch away from the you guys, NBA wait, finals. You guys beat the Sixers in what what what, what, what game in, in six happen? games, six. man. We we beat them or so bad. We had, oh yeah. no, you guys no, you guys beat the Sixers because Joel Embiid missed the Oh first my game. god. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 just like the Celtics uh, made it to the NBA finals because Chris Middleton got hurt. Ooh, right or wrong, that's so, true. So come on, let's 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 call it spade a spade. No, that's all right. So I keep so disrespecting.
0: The, just wait, Duncan Robinson had surgery on his <laughs> nose so he can breathe better. Just wait. The
4: the power forward experience, Duncan Robinson. Because no, he it's couldn't been,
1: breathe it's out the rotation. It's because he couldn't break. No, it's because he can't defend, and that hasn't changed. Uh, Listen, my money is not going to Miami. I'm sorry, I didn't get better. Uh, my money would probably go to at this point until I see what the Nets are look like with Ben Simmons. My money's going on Milwaukee. I think they're the they're the best bet. They would have won it. I, I don't know if they'd have won it all. They'd have been in the NBA Finals with Chris Middleton. Hmm. that's where my money's going. Christian
0: Winfield, not a believer in the science of open nasal passages. <laughs> Come, on, that's man. Fine. Come on,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of your money, you still I, I'm owe a the believer 100. in the science. I'm a believer in the science of open dribble passes.
2: Okay? <laughs> up up. Open
5: lane. Speaking of open the money, the <laughs> you, still owe the, you still owe the deposit for the Fantasy Football League, speaking of money. So, uh, wow. so your money needs to be going Oh, that. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. That. I do owe that deposit.
1: <laughs> Can I just, like, put it on, on ice until I win? Can I pay that after I take no, your money? No, but then I would never Can get ice? it. Yeah, <laughs> this was the whole
0: reason Theo Theo called you. Yeah. By the way, it was to, to it was the facade of talking about Kevin Durant, <laughs> but he actually wanted to make sure that went public to yeah. humiliate Unbelievable. you. Christian. Unbelievable!
1: I know. He's, he, he's been doing this since, since college, I man. Of oh my god! Tell Mama Winfield, congratulations, dog. Enjoy the win. Will do. Will do. But I appreciate you guys. Thank
0: you, Christian. Appreciate it. That's Christian Winfield, New York Daily News covers the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant staying in Brooklyn. Mm the best word to describe this nba offseason 888-760-3776 760 3776 i'm going with waste with a capital w waste someone else that's annoying me is a man who just took vacation in the middle of training camp we'll discuss tommy when we come back mm-hmm. it's theo dorsey wp tv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3
1: From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. These
0: are the Black Keys. And tomorrow night, they are at, I think, Financial Amphitheater. The Grammy Award-winning rock duo tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6, rain or shine. For tickets to see the Black Keys, LiveNation.com. That's livenation.com. The Black Keys coming to West Palm. I think Financial Amphitheater tomorrow night. Hey, if you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I think Financial. For more information, visit I think fi.org. I think Financial moving you forward. There's also the I think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm Beach again tomorrow night. The Black Keys. Yeah. Seven o'clock. You going?
5: This is a hit right here. I will not be going. I'm uh, tied up. I got plans. But man, this song right here. This was on one of the Madden. That's how I know it. Oh, yeah. that's
3: a great call. Yeah, yeah. talking like 2015, 2016,
5: man. What I be in the menus doing my little fantasy draft, getting my team building on, and I'm
0: over here rocking. It's out. so funny how Madden, especially, yeah. you incorporate different songs into like different elements of that game, but then it like sticks with you for the rest of your Forever. life.
5: Forever. A that's- song that's in Madden or 2K, I will always know word for word for
3: the rest of my life. Yeah. Great marketing tool. It just blasted right into your head. For for me, Madden was the reason I learned who DMX was. What? Like wow. I, I never knew as a young kid who they were, any of their songs, and Madden and I, you know, I would end up going to my dad, like, yo, who is this? Who they? <laughs> who they who, were? they? who you realize DMX is not a collector. I know, pronoun, but i one DMX, man. Or? But you know, but that the, the, I only know the one guy. But because for, that's DMX. It, DMX is a rapper. His he, name is DMX. Oh,
0: nice. He, nice. he <laughs>
3: is DMX, not they. He. I am.
0: <laughs> they're not a band. DMX is not a band. They don't roll with the click. You know the. You, you know DMX,
5: okay. You don't know roll with an piece, by the way. I was about to Rest say, in like, peace
0: for sure. So what were
5: you thinking when DMX died? Did you think the whole group died? Or did you think just DMX?
0: <laughs> it was a
3: tragic collective <laughs> accident. R.I.P. to him and his DJ or whoever oh my rolled with gosh. them. They're forever not going to be around.
5: It was just DMX. He's was one ju- dude.
3: Just DMX.
5: But, yes, he had some hits on some video games. Oh, Yeah.
0: X That's actually give it to you. that co- totally ruins the point we were making about oh there's some songs and artists that you <laughs> in love yeah. because of Madden. I did not see DMX coming. <laughs> I just remember that, those like, songs totally banging on the menu. Diminishes the legacy of DMX who before Madden certainly had already established himself. He well, was I, pretty elite in the. I 90s. was
3: 12 years old at the time, so God forbid I didn't know who DMX the man <laughs> they, was. They who DMX, they were
0: they. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, oh, on amazing. Twitter, we asked, what's the best word to describe the NBA offseason? Because Kevin Durant, after all of the discussion, all of the predictions, all of the hyperbole, he's just staying in Brooklyn. He is just staying in Brooklyn. Like, for example, uh, you, you, you had Bobby Marks on ESPN just a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, with speculation like this about what was going to happen with Kevin Durant.
4: Yeah, and I think Malika, it's a lot different than back in 2015 or 14 after Paul Pierce left and we traded Kevin Garnett for Thaddeus Young. Um, Here you have Kevin Durant. Uh, 33 years old MVP candidate um, will not leave for nothing here. So when you're looking at Brooklyn, you will get four first round picks. You will get pick mm. swaps for him. Um, the goal now is to get that established young player and a look yeah. likelihood is that a player like Scotty Barnes is off the table. Now who is going to be that next player or players? Um, that's the big thing for Brooklyn. and remember, they don't have their own first round picks, mm. right? That's going to Houston as far as the James Harden trade here. So it's not like you can kind of hit rock bottom, build through the draft like Oklahoma City's been doing. You almost have to do somewhat of an accelerated rebuild here, and that's that's the goal for Brooklyn. The picks, the swaps, and then get at least one good young player on a controllable contract.
0: And all of that, Bobby Mark's just wasting his breath on ESPN because Kevin Durant's just staying in Brooklyn. The one thing I will say about Kevin Durant, The Brooklyn Nets,
5: Kyrie Irving, even Ben Simmons is at least they got us through some of those dry days in sports in some of the summer months. Like they prevented us from talking about, oh, New York Mets looking pretty feisty. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? They did
0: save us from baseball
5: talk. (laughs) Right. Like think about how many days we would have been relegated to baseball talk that we were able to talk about Kevin Durant. Uh Uh-huh. Some days, Talking Donovan about Mitchell ops's and yeah, come on, man! Like nobody wanted to hear that war. BS. We were gonna have to force the baseball talk down people's throat this summer. But think about it: football is finally fully back, and Kevin Durant has finally gotten off the hype train. Of maybe I leave, maybe I go. You know, so yeah, that, I will thank them for that. The Nets are a content machine, and we have to at least appreciate that, whether or not they're a competent franchise. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Something else. That's for uh,
0: fans to want to root for. Are people calling in to to flame you for thinking DMX was a group of people? <laughs> yes and no. So so I
3: didn't even get his name, but he said, hey, you, you should talk your talk because he rolled with the Rough Riders. <laughs> and oh I said, God. oh, yeah, he did have a they. The Rough Riders. Yeah, I,
0: Rough Riders didn't come out of your mouth.
5: Yeah, you said DMX.
3: But, you know, I was
0: talking about them Rough Riders.
5: Rough That's Riders how they
0: roll.
3: roll.
5: When I was on a field trip, and when I was like in second grade, that was our call. Like we were the Rough Riders because oh, of DMX. That's kind of sick,
3: actually. That was a little scary for a group of no, second no, graders.
5: No, good
0: stuff, man. No, but
5: like, so whenever my uh, my chaperone, who was actually my dad at that time, I thought wanted, you were going to say it was DMX. No, no, <laughs> that was <be> sick. <laughs> I don't know how that would have went, but no, my pops was my chaperone. So whenever he wanted us to like call us to get us huddled up yeah. at the field
0: trip, he'd say "Rough Riders, rule!"
3: And I, then around the corner came the second graders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you were so much cooler than I was. Yo, it was it was a great It In time. a non-shocking turn of events. <laughs> I, I think that's awesome. Uh on Twitter, what's the best word to describe the NBA offseason? Uh Shane tweets Sucky. Uh mm. Finhead tweets snooze fest. Fantasy Brad, long. Martin tweets in exhausting. Mm. I say waste. Waste is the word I think now best describes the NBA offseason.
5: Yeah. Waste is a pretty good one. I'm going to go with tease. It is a tease. I think it was the biggest tease because we had guys lingering that could have been dealt like Donovan Mitchell, like Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant, like even Kyrie Irving. Even for the Lakers, we thought maybe Russell Westbrook, they would finally get rid of him and figure some things out. There were so many big names that were kind of like toted out there and nothing happened. So I'm rolling with
3: Tay out. (laughs)
5: tail <laughs> <We> out. <laughs> it's a verb. Tay out. I like it. Yeah. I like it. The weird thing is because it's Manti Tayo, but it's hard to say tayo maybe because yeah. y'all keep saying tayo out.
3: Yeah.
0: Tayo'd? tayo is, is fine with me. I think it's Tayo'd. Y'all yeah. keep saying
3: tayo It's fine. We're just workshopping it here. Okay, it's cool. fine. We're not Polynesians. We can make those mistakes. Yeah. And, and also,
5: if you're getting Tayo'd, I guess you're on the receiving end of it. So, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. So, we're yeah. Getting yeah
0: you're on the receiving end. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, yeah, because I guess. Based on what we did yesterday where we apologized <laughs> for all the bad things we said about Manti Teo and then proceeded to make fun of him for 40 minutes, yeah. teo could be like, oh, man, I really screwed that up. Yeah, <laughs> Let's keep it in rotation. Man, I really messed that whole thing up. But I think teo is the act of being catfish, if you get... not just being dumb. Exactly.
5: So it's like not you're not teo you're getting Teo'd. Yeah. Oh, good call. Nice.
0: teo yes. is... Being completely oblivious to everything around yes. you, yes, mm. and just falling yeah. for any trap. Yeah, if I if I'm like walking <laughs> under a construction site and I get it, I get it, like a, a huge metal beam falls on me that took eight years to fall. Yeah, I'm tailing if. I fall for a Nigerian print scam in my email. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm, a home theater. It's tailing. You're tailing. Or if you say, <laughs> yes, you're all buy that home theater when you're at the gas station, you're tailing. You're exactly right. Oh, man. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 1063. <laughs> are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting BaptistHealth.net ortho. So it appears as if Tom Brady. Why did he miss 11 days of training camp? He was on vacation in the Bahamas. He was with his wife. He was with Giselle in the Bahamas. Just on its on its face, Theo, you hear that Tom Brady, Tom Brady the goat, all those shiny rings on his fingers, yeah. but he has left his football team for 11 days in the middle of training camp. To go on vacation, just how do you how do you consume that on its face? Well, well he already left them for forty
5: days and forty nights um, when he retired at the end of this foot this past football season. So, and also when you're a guy like Tom Brady who's built up that equity, who again, I mean, how much better was he going to get this offseason? I know he needs to work on timing with his receivers and whatnot, but he's Tom Brady. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to make the playoffs, and fingers crossed, health you know, all of that stuff, you're going to have a shot. So, I don't know. I don't take offense to it at all. I don't give a damn what Tom Brady does in his off seasons because I just don't think he's a guy that needs to put in that extra work at this point.
0: Uh, This came from Pro Football 365. Let me read this, okay, because they're the ones who broke the news that they were just at a resort in the Bahamas. Brady's absence has been surrounded by plenty of questions considering how unusual it is for a player, even one of Brady's stature, to take time away from his team during training camp. League sources indicated that Brady's time away from the team included a trip to the Bahamas at an exclusive resort and primarily for family time with his wife, Giselle Bunchen. Nice. His commitment to family and having a personal life was at the heart of his hiatus from football, and there was no medical emergency, as speculated, or other reasons. Listen, Stone Theo says, hey, I know he probably needs to work on timing with his receivers, but he's Brady. I think he needs to work on timing of his vacations. I'm sorry. Like I I am unwilling to, with all of the Brady competitor, grinder, greatest of all time, pushes his teammates for excellence, I have been told just how committed the man is to the game of football. For him to, I don't care how old he is. I don't care that he retired for 40 days, okay? Mm. Barely got a month out of it. It is hypocritical of him based on those who who sing his praises you can't say oh this man this man is excellence this man gets the most out of his teammates this man is a consummate leader and then say it's okay if he goes on vacation in the middle of training camp i'm sorry it's
3: hypocritical behavior yeah i think it's a load of crap as well but the one person that i have a problem with is Giselle and her main character syndrome i mean you have to realize how important and how big of a deal your man's is for you to be like hey we had this vacation get a clue get a clue you're, you're you're tarnishing your man's legacy like for for a family vacation for 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 some tanning and some pina coladas that obviously tom's not even drinking he's <laughs> sitting over there with avocado toast because he has to perform in the NFL for an entire 6 months of his life i think giselle here is the main culprit i think the main character syndrome took over and she thinks her life is more important than tom brady's and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Theo. Because when he's away, Tom Brady's team's falling apart. Now the guy competing for the starting job at right guard just tore his ACL and MCL. Ryan Jensen's out for who knows how long. I mean, this team has falling apart over there in Tampa. Should, um, Theo, before we, we engage
0: Stone in conversation, <laughs> should we just let him wallow in that, uh, that take for a while? In him the, going
5: after Giselle? Th- yeah.
0: First, I was going to have a
5: problem with him saying Giselle. Like I feel like he put too much of an emphasis on the S in Giselle. He said like Giselle, like Giselle, like the gazelle. Yeah, like (laughs) Giselle. It's just Giselle, but he's trying to make her even more foreign and fancy than she already is. It's just Giselle. Yeah, a clue, Giselle.
0: (laughs) You're putting this on Giselle. Mm -hmm. You think she pressured him into going to the Bahamas?
3: Yeah, I think if Tom Brady had the choice, he'd be like, Babe, Babe. Like it's the middle of training camp, but she's like, We had this plan two months ago.
0: Interesting question. Potential. So, I've been bagging on Tom Brady taking vacation. What is, what do we theorize? Do we think that this was Tom Brady willingly going on vacation or Giselle putting her foot down that he is going on vacation in the middle of training camp? Because they have enough money to easily rebook. No doubt. I think it's a little, uh, think about this
5: though. I think it's a little bit of both. Why did Brady retire in the first place? It was the family crap. I I don't want to hear it. He retired in the first place because. I don't think he sees this Bucks team as a Super Bowl contender, right? He already had that in his heart. Yeah. That's part of why he, didn't he retired. He didn't
0: retire for family reasons.
5: That, there was, that's a load of crap. And he
0: didn't retire because of the media pressure like his dad said. Yeah,
5: all of that is BS. He doesn't think this Bucks roster can contend. He would have preferred to move teams, but his he has another year on his uh, contract, and they weren't going to move him to a team he just wanted to go to. He retired because he thought this Bucks team wasn't good enough. So why then – a guy who has nothing else to play for but another ring. He's not playing for more wins, more stats, any more records. He's playing for rings at this point. Why then would he subside on a vacation to the Bahamas in the middle of training camp for a team that he knows is not going to win the Super Bowl? Tom Brady knows he's not winning a championship this year.
0: So you think he's just doing whatever he wants, carte blanche, like, hey, you're lucky you have me back for you the roster to compete, yeah. and I'm gonna go to Nassau. I think he's like,
5: forget it. Like I'm Tom Brady. I've earned the cachet to be able to do this. And also, maybe he did have some pressure from Giselle that she wanted to go to the Bahamas and enjoy their time. Also, he's like, dude, I'm 45 years old. I've done training camp 20 times. I'm good. Like he's Tom freaking Brady, yeah, and that's again,
3: the, that's not normal.
5: Tom Brady, I know talk it's right not, but, I know, but because the the time. I've been told how big a
0: leader of men he
5: is. He is. He is right. So, <laughs> and I don't even subscribe to all the crap that goes around his whole you know aura.
0: But nobody, with, nobody has taken this amount of time at that position <laughs> in NFL history from
3: training camp to go on vacation. But, and, he's, and but can I say how newsworthy it would have been if somebody like Kyrie Irving or somebody took this time off, came back, and started throwing around the DX? suck it motion here and throwing around double birds like yeah. he did yesterday well, when he walked onto I think that video might field. have been an old video
0: though. I don't think that that was actually in real time really? I got ball sacked? Yeah, I think you got ballsacked. Oh, maybe. But but, but back to Brady, back to Brady missing this
5: time. For the first time in the past decade, I think Tom Brady knows he's on a team that will not win the Super Bowl. I think for I the loved, whole past decade, that. Tom Brady's gone into the offseason believing we can win a championship this year if this goes right, if that goes right, or maybe we're even the favorites. I think for the first time in his, I don't know what you call this, portion of his career, but the past 10 or 15 years, he doesn't believe this roster can win a championship. So why would he give that same amount of dedication, passion, and effort when all he has to
0: play for is championships? Wouldn't that suggest, if your conspiracy theory is correct here, wouldn't you want to dig in harder if you're Tom Brady? You made the decision to retire for seven seconds. Right. Come on. So, man. so come he's on.
3: in the NFC South. So he's basically guaranteed a shot in the playoffs. And I think if you were to ask Tom Brady, if you make it to the playoffs, do you have yeah. a chance? He would say, uh, hell yeah, let's run it. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's, if to me, on.
0: I think that if he would have gone to Las Vegas, we hypothesized yesterday, if he went to Vegas instead of Tampa, that's why the Chiefs might have had a problem because it's Tom freaking Brady. Yeah. Right. That's
5: true. But, but I, again, the reason why I still subscribe to the belief that he retired because he didn't want to return to this Bucks team. I think that's cut and dry. He did not want to return to this Bucks roster because he didn't think they could win a Super Bowl. So it also plays into that theory, the fact that he vacationed during training camp
0: and during the preseason. So right? but is he purposely then just trying to disrespect the Bucks because they didn't I don't under, why why can't why can't he just reschedule the vacation they had April and May and June and July and he wanted to be
5: traded remember that
0: Baby. he did he wanted to go to San Francisco Baby mama there put, put her foot down There were reports about that how, <laughs> how how does it make Tom Brady look that he missed 11 days of training camp to vacation went to the Bahamas and Stone does the more I think about it he brings up an interesting question. Did Tom Brady want to go on this vacation during training camp or did Giselle put her foot down? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. At first, I thought Stone was, was maybe alienating himself from the, the female listeners of the, this audience, <laughs> but now that I think about it, maybe the man is on to something. What does, what does it make Tom Brady look? How does it make Tom Brady look that he was vacationing in the Bahamas, according to Pro Football 365, mm. missing 11 days of training camp? And do we think he wanted to go on the vacation... Or did Giselle put her foot down? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Twitter's open at KLV 1063. He's Theodore WP WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.
1: From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Labicka live on ESPN 106.3.
0: I never considered blaming Tom Brady's wife, never, because I like to think I'm better than that. Mm. You know who's not Stone, but Stone has sparked something in my brain. What if, what if terms of coming out of retirement were set? And Giselle said, hey, fine, go back and play another season in Tampa, but you know that Bahamas vacation we booked at that exclusive high-end resort? We're keeping that date. And that is why Tom Brady was gone 11 days in training camp. Did Giselle, is she the reason Mm. he left training camp in the middle of it? How does it make Tom Brady look that he missed 11 days of training camp to go to the Bahamas? And do you think that Tom Brady wanted a vacation, or did Giselle put her foot down? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levica, and Ernesto is in Boynton. What's up, Nesto?
2: Welcome, guys. Hello, guys. And Theo, I got something to tell you real quick. You're a bandwagon fan for signing and Ooh. going for Kansas City. Whoa. All right? I want to get that off my chest, but you better hope that Mr. Cleveland doesn't do it with your ex-beloved Panthers because I think he's going to do it. I just wish to them, be honest with I you. I wish them well. No, you don't. <laughs> I, I, no, you don't. I know you don't because you, you you picked your your new, your new girlfriend supposedly. So you got a new girlfriend. So yeah. let's just say you better hope your old girlfriend doesn't get the lipo and you know looks better. <laughs> anyway, it would take a Guys. lot of work. <laughs> uh yeah well still there's, 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 uh, there's good doctors out there you know, don't let that happen <laughs> Matt right? rule. um um uh, What we're going now you threw me off base uh here uh, Brady. Yeah, we Brady. Talking, we Brady. Were talking. that's why oh, you don't bring up baker
5: mayfield Brady. in conversations yeah, with listen. goats man
2: yeah that's what happens you can't mix them both all right uh Listen, he's the greatest. He doesn't need practice, as Iverson would say. Doesn't need practice. Your man mentor needs the accuracy practice. He doesn't need anything. All he needs is to sit down, make Giselle happy. And like you said, it is a, there's no conspiracy. Giselle was the one that pulled the string. You got him right. She's the one that said it. Man, she put that date in the circle. She said, oh, you going to go back? Well, guess what? We're still going to go to the Bahamas. And you damn really got to go to the Bahamas because that's his wife. And you know this, Ken. You make the wife happy. And, Theo, you'll get there soon. You got to make the girl happy. So take 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 advice from us old guys here. You make the wife happy. And if he had to go to go to Bahamas and make Giselle happy and still play his final season of the sport that he loves, come on, guys. He doesn't need to be out there. He just had to make everybody happy. All right. So come on, Ken. All right. I have no love for the guy. I, I'm a Michigan guy. I love Michigan. We beat him twice. I have no love for the guy. But to be honest, he had to make his wife happy.
0: All I'm saying and appreciate the caller, Nesto, if this dude weeks one through four, if Brady's struggling can't hit 300 yards passing. If mm. he is throwing picks all over the place, you know where I'm going. Okay? You know exactly. Bahamas? No, you know where the show <laughs> is headed. <laughs> I might. I, I, I might just head That'd to Bahamas nice. go celebrate. Yeah. Uh, Vinny
6: in West Palm. What's up, Vin? Hey, guys. Uh, I got a totally different conspiracy theory <laughs> and not focused so much on his wife, but um, let's reverse back. He retires right after the NFL season. There is conversation that we find out later that he was going to potentially come uh in some kind of ownership for the dolphins mm-hmm. He had ready planned to retire. he knew that Bruce Aarons was going to retire because Bruce knew that no more Brady I'm not going to go do this anymore um all of a sudden, the investigation is taken on by uh the n f l for Brian Flores that happens. In the late February, if I remember correctly, or early March, Mm -hmm. literally two weeks later, he announces he's coming back because he knows he can't make that transition while that investigation's going on. So he can't sit at home all day because it's Tom Brady. So he's like, I'll just come back. But he knows that his team with Todd Bowles as head coach isn't going to do squat. So he's not going to go out and kill himself for preseason. We all know, everyone who knows anything about football knows that with Todd Bowles as head coach, that team is not going anywhere near the Super Bowl. (laughs) So that being the case, he's always in his life killed himself, even during preseason, to make sure he's there. He's like, I'm going to sit back and take it. I wasn't even supposed to be playing this year. I would be accepting my ownership right about now in the Dolphins organization. And that's why I think it is the way it is.
0: Interesting. That is an elaborate but sensical conspiracy theory. Thank you for that, mm-hmm. Vin. Man, you guys are all wearing tinfoil hats. Yeah. You're all wearing tinfoil hats. I just think, in simple terms, the man decided to make take a vacation in training camp, and it's wrong based on how everybody's wanted to tell me for the last 15, 20 years how he's the greatest leader of men. Ultra competitor. All I know, if it is on Giselle, like Stone says, my wife, Vivian, she plans vacations around football season because she knows. She knows. She's been with me long enough. She has guidelines. I have guidelines. We follow them, okay? She would never put your life at risk. Yeah, my wife would never put me in that position. Just saying.
3: Tom, Tom, I just bought 40 new bathing suits. You committed to your family. We're going to the Bahamas. Is
0: that Giselle? Is that your impression of Giselle? Yeah. She's Brazilian. You made her sound like she's from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> Yikes. Tom, Tom, we're going. <laughs> okay. Now she sounds like a man. Right. She sounds like a, a Austrian bodybuilder. Also, don't judge Todd Bowles off of
5: what he did with the Jets. It's the Jets. That's true. I, yeah, that was mean. I didn't like that. That was mean yeah. from Vinny. Forget you, ben, Vinny.
0: Uh, Steve Politziner, <laughs> he is the president of Goodcomer Brands, parent company of ESPN West Palm. He is a business expert. He is a family man. He knows all. And he joins us when we come back for Ask Steve's. That's Theo WP WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.